thinking about doing it for weeks now and i finally bought the online major league baseball package mlb.tv oh congrats so fourth of the way through the season you can actually watch a game now yes well they were offering their free games of the day and whatnot but Mm -hmm. i decided to take the leap now that the season is over for the tigers wow how dare you do you feel like you got ripped off i can't help but try to get your money back i can't help but notice the tigers haven't won a game since i've uh, bought the package (laughs) that's not good uh, That's not happy, but I get to watch all the games now. I was watching a little bit of uh, Cole Hamels pitching earlier in the week. Yeah, uh, cousin Cole, as we know him, because he's like a third cousin once removed from uh, Melissa's, my wife's family. Really? Yes. So we uh, we just refer to him as cousin Cole. It's the whole reason I got him in my fantasy league this year is because I he always well, goes for too much good. money. It helps that he is good. Although he shouldn't go for very much money. That team is terrible. Well, the idea is, and this is my whole theory with fantasy, is I figured he's going to get traded to the Red Sox, and then he's going to be very good the second half of the season. Do you think the Red Sox make that kind of move? I don't know. I don't think that they're good enough to make that move right now. Well, the Red Sox were the team I was originally thinking, but let's face it. He's not going to be in Philadelphia past the trade deadline this he's, year. He's, I don't think he's going to go to the Red Sox because they tried to do that last year, and they wanted Mookie Betts and all those guys, and there's no way they're trading trade Mookie Betts. Mookie! I bet that that should have happened. I just let's let's hurry up and finish recording because the you know the Royals are going up against Johnny Cueto tonight. Johnny Cueto, yeah, the guy with the giant predator Inter-league dreadlocks. Play. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, not only that, that's distracting yeah. yes. when you're trying to hit the, the dreadlocks flying Definitely. everywhere, right? And then not to mention you know the little. I guess that's why they call him Johnny Cueto. He has that little old man that comes out of his stomach and like Rah! the old man that comes out of his stomach. Yeah, the the Cueto. Are you talking about? Quato from Total Recall? Johnny Quato. Quato. The the fictional character from the 1980s Arnold Schwarzenegger film Total Recall. Yeah, I totally recall that happening to the Royals game just now. Like they had the bases loaded and then this old old guy jumps out of Johnny Quato's stomach and distracts our batter end of the inning. Hey everybody. I'm not going to entertain that thought any further than I needed to. <laughs> Why not? It's plausible. Oh, it's go oh, yes. It's completely plausible that he has a small man living in his chest that distracts hitters during his major league baseball games. I'm glad we agree. Thank you. And you've reached the next installment of Raisin and Brent. Brent. And I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And uh, we have so much <laughs> puberty. We have so much puberty to discuss, hey. Brent. <laughs> hey girls. Wanna dance? Hey. You want some punch? <laughs> I promise I didn't spike it. Or did I? <sighs> anyway, we have a lot of uh, NBA to talk about. The NBA lottery just happened. It did. And uh, the playoffs are in the... F- we are not down to the final four of the NBA, Brent. God, and ugh. it's going so different ugh. than I predict. Oh. It is. What are you talking about? Oh, Cleveland is not poised then to you win the title. You said the Spurs were going to be in the finals, and they got knocked out in the first round. Now so think about this, nothing though. you say now the, makes... The yes. Spurs might be the worst team in the playoffs if you break it down. If Houston loses to Golden State and Golden State loses in the finals, that makes the Spurs the worst team. No, they're not like the De- Detroit Lions of last year's football playoffs wow. at all. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> that is that is a fact, though. They it were the team fact. that lost yeah. to the team that lost That's to the right. team That's that right. lost to the, the team that lost yeah. to the team. Yeah. This ain't roots. Yeah. Uh, but there was a lot of that going down. We got the NFL. We got some rules changes hitting the NFL and then some uh, deflate gate back. What, what's they're looking for? Backstory. Current story. Yeah, this is a weird story. New stuffs uh, are happening with yeah. the Deflate Gators, and uh, Game of Thrones made everyone angry online. Why? Well, we'll get into that. No, but tell me why now. I'm not going to, because people got to listen, listen to get there. If I just tell them now, like the guy on the Amazing Race, yes, the doctor that was with uh, Blair, that was with what was her name, <sighs> Haley and Blair. You got to listen to me. I'm always right. Oh, you're always right. Oh, except for Until the most crucial moment. $1 million is at stake in the finale. <laughs> Until the finals, and she looks over and sees 10 Amazing Race red and yellow flags waving in the distance next to a monster truck pit and goes, 
Uh, that's not it. Is it on top of that parking garage I where there's literally that... nothing at all? <laughs> I think it's on top. Let's go find the parking garage. That was, I gotta say, right, of all, you know, we didn't really cover that much Amazing Race. We love the, the Amazing show. Race on this show, we but that's, did, we, but we, 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 we made other choices of shows to cover. We made other choices, but yes. uh, we both watched it, and I gotta say, you know, her getting her comeuppance in the last, the last episode, the finale, to me it was... Sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. Was there a part of you that wondered if they were going to get together at the end? If through everything, they're going to be like, and now we found each other. I Because I'm a masochist. I would have been so mad if that guy was just like, oh, you hate yourself. Okay. She wasn't bad looking. She was great. She, she was, was great a very looking. attractive yes. young lady. But I don't just think I could live like that every hard day. Hard to be around just getting yelled at all the time. And the guy, like my wife said this, that guy's a saint. Well, my wife thought that he was half the problem. But of course she did. Wow. That's not making the show. <laughs> anyway, enough Amazing Race. We got some stuff to talk about, so let's get to it. After three seconds of ACDC. There's such big balls and dirty big balls. And he's got big balls and she's got big balls. But we've got the best balls of the I come here today not to bury the Los Angeles Clippers of Los Angeles. We're well, not going to praise them. Can't praise him. Yeah. How are you going to be up 19 points at the end of the third quarter or towards the end of the third quarter of the clinching game? And then as Doc Rivers, Coach Doc Rivers says, they just stopped playing basketball. Yeah, I mean, there were like, I think I counted two or three times when they missed little two-foot shots. And I think any of those would have stemmed the tide enough where well, yeah, where the you know, the Rockets wouldn't have come back, but then they, they, they were playing them. to burn time. They weren't playing to play winning basketball. I, mean, well, they didn't, I don't, I didn't really see it that way. I just saw them like stop making shots. Yeah. Is that why they got, you know, uh, JJ Redick? Yeah. The Chronicles of Redick to hit some big three pointers down the stretch. Well, it's supposed to be all those guys. It's supposed to be him. Yeah. It's supposed to be Blake. Lob City. Be, uh, Dunks are hard to miss. Yeah. If you're a professional basketball player. But, you know, Houston clamped down and the, and the Clippers just, I mean, the Rockets basically did the same thing earlier in the series where they just couldn't hit the broadside of a barn in the fourth quarter. They did it a couple times. Right. And there but were a couple ref games in there, ever, too. Have you seen a closeout game like that where, where the Clippers had a chance to go to the next round? Where they've never been to the conference finals, by the way. Right. And and have a team implode that gloriously? We have a phrase in Detroit. We call it pooping the bed. Hmm. They pooped all over the bed. They had a chance for a beautiful, beautiful thing. They matched up probably decently with Golden State, although I do think no, Golden they, State would have beaten them in a seven-game series. They matched up great with Golden State. They had some great games with them earlier this season. Now Houston has gotten think, destroyed by Golden State. I think Houston's State. about to get swept right, yeah, out, of, I think, I, right I, out of the playoffs. I don't think they go more than five games there. Think, yeah, they've hit their playoff ceiling right there. And uh, But, you know, James Harden, MVP. Dwight Howard, good player. I mean, they've got good players down there in Houston. Yeah, he d- he just disappeared for about five out of those seven games, though. Came back for the two he needed. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and uh, I mean, to be fair, the uh, Rockets made their comeback mostly without James Harden in Game Six. So completely take, without James Harden, take that MVP. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Um, so now we've got a, a final four of the uh, NBA. We've got Houston Rockets about to get blown out by the Golden State Warriors. Let's face it, this is Steph Curry's season, right? Mm-hmm. Like he this is the time for Steph Curry, the current MVP of the NBA. I did predict, to take the next step. I predicted Golden State. I'm still kind of surprised by that. And I don't Cleveland. see them as a very sexy yeah. team. Um, They're a very sexy team. All they do is hit threes. That's the sexiest you can get. Yeah, I just don't Chicks dig the long ball. I don't I just don't think the Steph The long ball is shooting a three, right? Well, thank you. It's also, that's a Greg Maddox commercial with Tom Glavin from back in the well, 90s. are they not throwing the ball a long way when they make a three? Yes. Oh, the long, long ball. ball. Nobody calls a three it's the long ball. literally a long ball. Right, Dino? Dino, what do you? Dino behind the glass says yes. He <laughs> agrees you. with me. Whatever. Um, and we got the other side of it. Your Cleveland Cavaliers without Kevin Love. No problem. This is predestined to be LeBron makes the finals, right? Well, uh, Atlanta's also missing Cephalosius for the entire playoffs, so they're missing a big player too. I think Kevin Love's a bigger deal though, because I think the they're Atlanta both Hawks... big deals to their team. Well, but I think I'm what I'm saying is it's not it's not like they're playing one of them completely down one. Person. Correct, they're both missing a big person. I just think uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are really top heavy with their top like two three player uh, players, and so and I think the Atlanta Hawks are much more of a balanced team across you know one through eight. I just think LeBron, when he gets close to the finals, he smells blood. He smells he, blood, and then he gets to the finals, and then he loses. Yeah. Well, That's usually half and half. Well, he's lost, what, three times now? But he's won two. Two. 
So, so that's two for five. 40%. 40%. 40% success rate. So if he wins this year, he'll be 50%. Half and half. 50. But if he loses this year, he'll be one third. Three, 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 yeah. infinity. Yep. Yikes. But uh, I don't know. I just, it just feels like everything's slanted for LeBron James to make the finals. The Atlanta Hawks won the uh, conference by like, what, 9, 10, 11 games they, this year? Yeah. They Blew everybody out. This is easily the best team in the Eastern Conference. They would have made some noise in the Western Conference, although I have absolutely no confidence they're going to win any games against I, Cleveland at all. I think if they were in the Western Conference, they would have finished like sixth, if that. Maybe. I just don't think I, – I, I mean, they're a nice story. They have a couple good players. I, there's no way they win the championship, though. I bet a lot of money that they don't win I don't the think there's any way. They, I don't even think they, they get to the championship. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think that if the NBA was all on the up and up, I think it would be an Atlanta-Golden State Finals at this point, though. I just don't see it. I don't see it happening. Yeah. It's going to be LeBron. LeBron with the festival and the McDonald's commercials and the and – the, Jiffy peanut butter ads. Hey, we didn't have a chance because it ended so quickly, you know, since last week. Man, how quick did that Chicago-Cleveland series turn? It was super even, super even, and then Cleveland blew their doors out. Cleveland was down 2-1. They lost that game on that buzzer beater by Rose, and then it was like... Forget it, you're done. Lost, lost, lost. Done. Get out the door. Yeah. It was basically a six-game sweep. Is that what we can call it? yeah. I think that's what we call it in this town. I don't know. The NBA lottery just happened as well. It did. We watched it. I thought the Lakers were going to get that first pick. I know you did. I was really sure it was going to be Philadelphia just because that team is, has not been relevant forever. And as you know, you know my conspiracy theory on this is that the NBA has six teams that they care about. And those six teams would be the, uh, the Knicks, um, Boston, the Lakers, and the uh, Philadelphia 76ers, and then the other two teams rotate in and out, you know, based on who's in favor. So for a while, it was San Antonio and Miami, and now it's Cleveland, and it just sort of ebbs and flows based on where the superstars are. Yeah. You could argue Oklahoma City had that for a year or two when they ended up making the finals. What are the odds that of the top four teams in this completely legitimate lottery, three of those top four teams are favored teams? I know that they were, you know, high percentage have, teams. They did also have... You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not fully buying into your. Well, I think the lottery's rigged every single year. Right. I mean, I, I'll put this out there right now. There's a reason they don't show the ping pong balls dropping down the chute. It's sort of just like it's boring. Hey, behind closed doors, we're just going to do this thing, which is totally legit. You have to take our word for it. Then we're just going to tell you who won. Mm-hmm. Like in the actual lottery, you get to see the numbers to find out if you won or not. That's true. <laughs> they don't just all of a sudden come out and they'll be like, and. Gretchen Tomlinson from uh, uh, Westeros has just won the lottery. Congratulations. Thanks for playing, everybody. I'd like to see how this thing works. It has to be a humongous thing with the balls in it because... There's no actual balls. What do you mean? There's a computer program. So the computer program... Oh, that's totally rigged. It's just a computer program that they just go and press, and then it just gives you like a random number generator. I believe that random number generator as much as I believe it when I'm playing online poker. And Oh, another four of a kind? Oh, what are the odds? He got another pocket aces down. Yes, I don't believe the formula at all. Okay, Ray, now I'm on board. This is rigged! Well, I've always asked the question, what's stopping them from getting the printout and then being like, nope. Let's do another printout until they finally I, get a result I do wish set that they, they, they like. In public. It, it might not be that exciting, but it might be, you know. Can we, yeah, can we at least just see it pop up on the screen? Like, at least give me the illusion that it's r- not rigged. Couldn't I mean, they at least... Cleveland, three years in a row, got the number one overall pick in preparation for LeBron getting there. Here's, here's what I think. I'm just saying. Do. This is what they should do. Because I think the problem is, Ray, they said somebody has like 250 ping pong balls. Yes. Well, that's, that's going to be a humongous thing to have ping pong balls in, right? Yes. Because normally bingo is it's something well, like it's, 75 again, numbers or 90 numbers. It's not really okay. ping pong balls. No, they I use understand. that as an analogy. I understand, though. But what I'm saying is for them to show it in real life. Yes. You're saying you want them to show it in real life. I wouldn't mind it. Okay. Well, then I'm saying they don't make things for like 400 to put 400 ping pong balls inside of it. So uh, here's what they should do. They have a lot of money. They can do whatever they here's want. Here's what they should do, Ray. Please. Everyone gets a bingo card. <laughs> I like your idea. Already. Some of the other guys, you know, depending on how how bad your team was, you have some of your spots filled in already. They start calling out numbers. Whoever gets bingo first, I like it. Gets the number one pick. This is a way you can bring senior citizens into the NBA fold. That's right. Uh, Better call Saul could call out the numbers. You could have a crossover with the show. Yep. I'm just saying. I Thank like you. your. I like this plan I, a lot. I, all right. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm uh, gonna go down to the patent office and. 
And patent a giant <laughs> bingo for the NBA. That's correct. I think, uh, I think you're onto something here. Yeah. But, you know, okay, so Minnesota Twin Timberwolves got the number one I'm overall gonna go, pick. Or, you know what? Yes. I should, I'm going to go down to what the, are you gonna do? I'm gonna go down to the NBA office. I'm going to go down to the NBA office tomorrow. Okay, sure. I'm going to fly down there. Yeah. And as soon as Adam Silver is done filming Nosferatu <laughs> 2. Really? I, I, I will talk to him. I heard they're actually doing it as like a buddy movie with uh, Governor Rick Scott of uh, Florida. Is that true? <laughs> That'd be funny. I, would, I, I would always think of Nosferatu when I see Adam Silver from the NBA. <clears throat> I don't I always all. think he comes up and shakes him's hands like, no, he's about to bite you. Look out. Don't be captivated by his eyes. <laughs> don't look at his bald head. <laughs> I'm just saying. So Minnesota Timberwolves, they got the number one overall pick. There's really no. Are there any like really like big time players in this draft? I mean, it just I don't seems see like a bunch of dudes. Yeah, I don't see anybody that's a that's a that's a can't miss pick. Although they're always in retrospect, there always are. Sure. Uh, but you got Towns, Carl Anthony Towns uh, from Kentucky, and, and a couple of big centers up at the you top. You got the center from Jalil, Jalil Okafor from Duke. Duke. You got that point guard from uh, Ohio State. Who I don't even. I didn't even think. I don't remember him at all. Being like that great of a player. We're uh, three picks deep in the NBA draft, and I have no idea who these people are. And then anymore. there's that Moody guy, Moody A. Or oh, the Moody Blues. His name. Uh, he, he's yeah. like some guard who played in China last year. There you go. So that's the ones that I'm hearing about. The Democratic Republic of Congo. But there's no, you know, there's no like that year when we had LeBron James and yeah. Le- well, that year was LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dwayne Wade, and of course. Darko Millicent. Yeah. Piss. Hey, by the way, Darko's got a ring and Carmelo don't. Probably the best player ever to be drafted by the Detroit Pistons that I remember. You know, better than Isaiah Thomas. Yes. <laughs> well, better than Isaiah Thomas Jr., that's for sure. Well, I'm not fighting that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so if we're to make a pick right now, who's your pick to win the NBA title? Um, I say Cleveland. I think it's going to be Golden State. I think okay. Golden State's. Uh, I although you know what, if you follow the normal, uh, the normal plot line of what happens with the team, they have to get to the finals first, get their heart broken, and then get back there. A la, oh, the you way. know, Detroit, Detroit Pistons, the with Pistons the Lakers, back right? in the day. Yeah, it's all true. Uh, and any Cle- other number of teams, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Cleveland although they didn't Cavaliers. come back. Miami Heat came and lost their first right. year. You have to ascend the ranks. You don't just become champion overnight. But I tell you what, man. The this Golden State team, they got a bunch of players. They got a bunch of guys that are legacies of the NBA. Well, I hope they have a bunch of players. They're a professional basketball team. I'm saying players, Ray. Players. You're saying it with the accent above the A. That's right. Player. Mm -hmm. With the Tilda Swinton. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of snow piercers. Um, what? I did not like that movie. Snow I liked it a lot. Nah, what are you talking about? We should talk about that later. But that movie was terrible. Okay, we'll t- we'll come back to Snowpiercer's later. All right, all right. We'll, we'll get back to some NFL now. After three seconds of Curtis Blow. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court, just like I'm the king on the microphone. So it's Dr. J and Moses Malone. The NFL, the National Football, Football League. League. Is that what it stands for? Yes. I assume that's why you started saying national, and then I said football league. Well, I also said football league. You thought it was... You did? Yeah. You said all three of the words? I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. NFL. Stop copying me. I'm tired of it. What else does it stand for? Hmm? Uh, Not for long with that attitude. Not for long with that attitude? The National Football League. It has some new rule changes, Brent. Guess what? They did not actually define what is a catch. Yay! Uh, the most important thing, the biggest plague, the biggest plight of the NFL right now, the fact that nobody knows what the bleep and bleep a catch is. Untouched by untouched. the rule board. Huh. Weird, huh? Calvin Johnson rule still in effect. <sighs> they need to change that. It's so annoying. Anyway. It wouldn't even be hard. They're moving the, the they're moving the extra point back to what? The 15-yard 15 line? 15-yard line for that extra point attempts. Literally a 32-yard field goal. Which do get missed. They do. I know. I'm a Chiefs fan. They miss at least one every year. And not just looking at you, Cairo Santos. Sorry. Not just that, but also if you uh, block an extra uh, extra point mm-hmm. or uh, intercept it or whatever, or if it's a you two can point return version, it now? you can return it for a touchdown. For a touchdown? I think it's only two points, though. Yeah, it should be two points. I think it's like college. They're going to the college rules okay. on that. I've always thought that. that, that it feels good, like a touchdown. It should. It sh- why it should be dead if you block it? It's a play of the game, right? Correct. Well, and the fact that it's going to be a longer one now means that better chance of blocking it will exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to have games now that with teams blocking like three extra points, like you're going to have crazy poop go down like that. I'll make a bet with you, Ray, that there's not a game that has three blocked extra points Well, in three it. missed extra points. 
there won't be three missed Some extra will be blocked. points. Absolutely. Neither one of those things will There's happen. It's going to be Are a magical game. There's probably like JJ Watt gets the in there. Entire season. There's probably like how many games get played? Uh, sixteen times sixteen. It's hard. Two hundred fifty-six games. Okay, two hundred fifty-six games. I'll bet you. Did you just figure that out? That was impressive. Sixteen squared is two hundred fifty-six. Ray. Welcome back to Math Whiz with right. Ray and Brent. Um. I was anyway, gonna, I was going to say a hundred. So I don't okay, <laughs> two hundred fifty-six games. So, uh, so what happens is, I bet that only what. 10 30-yard field goals gets missed the entire year? 10 all year? I, I believe that it's going to go from being like a 99% shot down to like a 94% shot, which means that mathematically something crazy is going to go, especially like I'm saying, if J.J. Watt or one of these guys who blocks a lot of kicks and Dama can sue down in Miami, now, he's good at that. I guess when it could happen is rainy games towards the end of the year when you guys always have to play in Green Bay. Probably You guys will probably lose a game where you get a blocked extra point at the end. Yeah, remember that game in Philadelphia a couple of years ago in the friggin' snowstorm? No, we, we, we just stopped doing regular extra points at oh, that Oh, I point. do remember that. Was that and that was when uh, Sean McCoy just went crazy in the In the second quarter? half, yeah. yeah. Yep. It was dumb. It's the best game I've ever seen. Kind of made me mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, I think this is going to add some meaning to it. Also, if you're a team that scores the winning touchdown mm-hmm. to go up one or two points, right? Do you just take a knee, go for the two-point conversion, and just take a knee? Because you don't want to run the risk of having something blocked or intercepted or what have you, and then run back all the way for a touchdown. Like, how is I, this going to affect the meta of the game? But I, I'd like to go back and look. I don't think that many 32-yard field goals get blocked. It's like the 50-yarders that get blocked. It's true. I mean, uh, it's it's more so the longer ones. But it, I mean, let's face uh, it. A 32-yarder is going to get blocked a heck of a lot more than a 17-yarder. I'm not saying that couldn't happen, but, you know, it could still happen with a regular extra point. You never see anybody doing that. I mean, it's only 13 yards. Well, 13 yards back is, is significant. a lot. I mean... Like I say, I'm saying it's going to go from 99 to like 94%. I'm going to say 99 to like 97%. Wow. Is this a bet? No. Running naked in the streets. Just be crazy to keep track of it. That's the only thing. It's like it would Um, be hard. But, yeah, I I think it's an interesting change, you know, instead of being kind of a, let's let's make it a little bit of a. Why don't we just get rid of the extra point altogether? Nobody likes it. Nobody's excited for it. I am. If you, you are. I'm in an extra point league. Oh, my goodness. An extra point league. Kickers only league. Kickers only. Yeah, you just draft uh, kickers and punters. Punters don't get many extra points. Oh, but you you get a point for hang time. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst league ever. Inside of the twenty, you get two points. How much did you pay to join this league? If you uh, fake now, if you happen to get like a fake punt, where the punter runs it for first down, or heaven forbid, he touchdown Ray, twelve yeah. points. Twelve points. Yeah, I don't know what that relates to everything yeah. else. So that's yep. This league sounds terrible. And if you have him uh, throw it for a touchdown, that's what they call shooting the moon. 24 points. 24 points. Now, that makes sense. So uh, I'll send everyone info out on my kickers league later. Yeah, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. We'll talk all about Brent's amazing kickers league. Mm-hmm. That's just, so who's on your team? Well, I had Cairo Santos last year for the Chiefs. <sighs> amazing. I had. Uh, Do you have Connor Barth? I did have Connor Barth, yeah. Ryan Suckup? I did not have him. Mm. He had a pretty good season, though. So let's talk about regular football. <laughs> My goodness. So uh, I just, I guess I, I really like the notion that if you want the extra point, it's automatic. It's free. You don't even have to run out there. Like, you, you get score the touchdown. One, like, a touchdown is worth seven points. But like I said, it's it's still, even you admitted, Ray, at the 15-yard line, it's still 94%. That's pretty much still solid. If you're playing poker, Ray, and they say, oh, you're 94% to win, that means the other guy has one card that can beat you. Having... Last year played with a litany of a parade of kickers who couldn't make 30-yard field goals. Looking at you, Nate Freeze. Looking at you, Alex Henry. Losing games is a direct result of that shenaniganry. I'm just saying I would be nervous if I was a team that didn't necessarily have a kicker. Like, kicker's going to maybe get paid a little bit more. I don't know. Bad kicker's going to cost you more games, I guess is all I'm trying to say. Possibly. I just make it automatic. If you want to go for two, then you, you go for two. But if you miss it, you go down to six points instead of seven. Okay. What's wrong with that? Like, I, I really like that. It's like um, NFL blitz rules. Extra yeah, point always fun. free. Yeah, I don't know. I think you have to go through the – it's still a routine that you have to go through. And it's part of football. It's always been in football. Why, change, why would you change it now? They are changing it now. No, but it's still an extra point. It's still one point. 
It, it comes from the uh, rugby where uh, extra, after you score the try, it's a two-point kick based on where you put the ball down in the end zone. So the closer you get to the middle when you put it down, the easier your extra kick is. If you you know run all the way on the sidelines, it's very hard to make that kick because it's a bad angle. None of that is really even necessary in the modern age of the NFL where every kicker is great, except for a handful I who play for the Lions. I think we talk about uh, extra points all night on the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Extra Points with Ray and Brent. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's other topics we could talk about. For example, Robert Kraft. The cheese guy? The No, not the cheese guy. The owner of the Patriots. The guy that invented cheese whiz, Robert Kraft. Kraft cheese whiz. No, not even a little bit. Oh, the cheater guy. Yes, the cheater guy. Okay. The guy who runs the cheater team that wins all the Super Bowls. The Cheatriots. The Cheatriots. Now, you have a unique thought on this right here, because Robert Kraft officially, if you hadn't heard, dropped his his appeal of the suspension and will just serve it out based on, he basically, whatever the arbitrator says he's going to go with, because there was thoughts of a lawsuit being threatened and this getting really, really ugly, but it seems like he wants to put it behind him. So here's what I think is going on right here. I don't think Bob Kraft, uh, out of the goodness of his heart, because he's a kind and beautiful spirit, decided that enough is enough. I think that he's the kind of dude who, if he thought that it, if taking it the distance was going to like be good for the Patriots, so it's, it's not he would a, do it. It's not a mea culpa. I don't think he's so at all. He's not falling on the sword. Don't see it at all. I think that at the end of the day, in my theory about this is that Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, who's been in hot water, there's a lot of owners that want to get this guy out. And who's his biggest... Uh, friend on the council robert Kraft. Mm -hmm. robert Kraft is basically the dude who if robert Kraft pulled a support for goodell goodell is gone like he's not going to be able to uphold the scrutiny and 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 stick in there so essentially robert Kraft had to sit back and think to himself long game if i walk down this path all the way and if tom brady's suspension you know stays at four games and i sue the nfl and this becomes a pro pro prolonged legal battle Roger Goodell at the end of this is going to be swept under a carpet and fired, straight up fired. So does he want his friend Roger Goodell to get fired or with what chips he still has left? I think he's saying, well, now he kind of owes me a little bit. Maybe I can get a little bit of leniency from the uh, arbitration and what have you, because I'm telling Roger Goodell, I'm not going to play the long game that ends up with you being fired. And I think it's like. I don't know. I kind of think maybe he's come to his senses a little bit and said, like, you know, this is making all of us look really bad. It's, yes, it, it looks is. looks bad for the entire NFL. Well, he did say and that it, it's also I, making all the other ma- owners mad at me. Yes. And he also said if this decision was last week, it would have been different than the decision I made this week. Yeah. So there might be an aspect of, like, you know, thinking about it. This is why I go back to long game is he sort of thought about, like, well, where does this end? How do I project this out forward? Yeah. Ultimately, he says it and then he still doesn't admit any guilt, you know. Of course kind of like not. A, a plea bargain, like, well, I didn't do it, but I'll I'll plea it down to this, so you'll leave me alone. If you call it manslaughter, time served, I'll admit to killing the guy accidentally. Thank you. I guess. I don't know. What's your thought? I just told you. Oh. <laughs> Is that what happens on the show? You talk for a long time. Yes. Then I say something that makes sense. And then you're oh, like, I don't listen to uh, that. Yeah, thank you. No, no, no. I'm checking. I'm checking myself in the mirror over here while you're talking. Why? And I just wait because oh, I look good, Brent. How <laughs> you... dare you? Maybe not today. Well, it is a mirror that's made out of broken glass. It's pretty distorted. It is the mirror that would you would find in a funhouse. Mm-hmm. So I look good. Mm, find good. I can't. Yeah, that's my point. So on that depressing note. We'll be right back to talk about more depressing stuff on Game of Thrones nice. after three seconds of... You're trying to skip baseball again, aren't you? Yep. No, we're, we need to talk about baseball next. Oh, baseball. Yeah. We'll yeah. work it in somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After next. three seconds of... Dragon Ball Z. It's over 9,000! So a lot of people are very, very angry about the last Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Why? You watched the episode, I assume. I did. And... And there's terrible things that happen every week on Game of Thrones. Yes. The uh, uh, Sansa will just say got, gets assaulted on her wedding night. It was not comfortable. And Is this better or worse than when she had to watch her dad get beheaded? Right. This is my point. Is uh, There's a lot of websites and a lot of social media about the new Game of Thrones episode where people are very, very angry about it. Very like, that's it, Game of Thrones. I'm done. That's the last straw. I'm out of here. But what did they think was going to happen? She had an arranged marriage. Were they never going to... She had an arranged marriage to a terrible, to terrible, a terrible person. 
person. Uh, of course, he's the worst person on the show now that Joffrey's gone. Well, did, did 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 everyone think he was going to be a caring and pleasant and thoughtful lover? Yeah. No. Did anybody think that at all? Like, no. what happened when he kind of pushed himself on the um, kennel master's daughter when she was all, "I don't like yes. you, I don't like you." He just went and did it anyway. Of course, that's the kind of guy he is. I mean, he 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 took a guy's unit. And made him change his name to Reek. Reek. I mean, like, I, would, I was trying to talk about my wife with this, and I'm like, yes, what happened to Sansa at the end of that episode... Was terrible. Was horrific. And we really, we like, we want to protect Sansa. She's one of the few, like, decent people left on the show. But what have we learned about decent people on Game of Thrones? They never get what they want, and they get what they don't want. They, <laughs> they get screwed over constantly. Thank you. It's only the terrible people who rise to the top. Who was surprised by what happened? So uh, Look, whole- I'm just hoping you have to hope. This is what you have to do. Don't give up on Game of Thrones. You have to hope that what's going to happen is Ramsey Bolton's going to get some come up. I was about to say come up is coming, yes. and I think it's coming before the end of the season. Like something's going to happen. Theon Greyjoy looks like he's about reek. I should say looks like he's about to just lose it. Like this dude is at the end of his rope. Sansa's going to be plotting something because she is a different person now that she spent that time with yeah. Littlefinger. But on top of it, I can. You're really mad about what happened to Sansa? I mean, hasn't she already been getting the whole... I mean, I'm not saying the same thing. But we don't know what happened. Hasn't she been getting the whole creepy vibe from Littlefinger anyway? Where well, he's yeah. been kind of like... But what choice does she have? Touchy. That's what I'm saying. What choices does she have? He's, she, like, he's like Joe Biden. Yeah. There's just uncomfortable touching happening all yeah. the time. And it's I mean, creepy. I think anything else happened behind the scenes? Maybe. Well, that's the thing is the actress who plays Sansa said she read it and she was like, awesome. I think this is a great scene. I look forward to shooting it. Okay. If she doesn't have a problem with it, and she doesn't think it's demeaning and what have you, like it's just it's what's going to happen in the story. I think it's a you know, it, it, like you said, it's horrible that it happened, but horrible things happen to people all the time. It's like the, the fifth show. or sixth worst thing that's ever happened on an episode of Game yeah. of Thrones. I don't even rank it in the top three. I mean, yeah. You, First got... of all, it's something that happened on the show that doesn't end up with your head. You, yeah, her head is still attached to her body. Yes. And in, I mean, I just see the payoff coming pretty strong. Like when they come from Stannis comes from the north and wipes the, all the Boltons out of Winterfell, mm-hmm. they're going to leave her alone, and she might end up with creepy Littlefinger. Worse things have happened. He cares about her. Yeah. I mean, she could you end up what? with somebody else. When when both of the Boltons get what they deserve, that's you know that's going to be Ray. Sweet sweet, sweet, sweet justice. justice. I can't wait. She was married to Joffrey. <laughs> she, was, she was married to Tyrion. Yes. And this is the worst thing that's ever happened to Sansa Stark? It was terrible. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She didn't have to... uh, She didn't have to perform. Perform in any, you know, uh, in any of those other situations. Although I thought she was getting with Joffrey. I mean, I don't, you know... Yeah, I don't know. I kind of got that vibe. I guess it was never implicitly said, but I sort of assumed that she'd been with uh, Joffrey before, but maybe not. Maybe I'm just a dummy who isn't paying attention. I thought was like, you know, messing around with all the, the... concubines chamber and, women and the chamber women yeah. and waiting for the you know so that he can be an upstanding young man yeah and at the risk of sounding terrible which i'm sure i am to mm-hmm. anybody out there it's what happened was terrible it was the worst it was horrific and hard to watch by far not the worst thing on game of thrones but you also should have known if you haven't jumped out by now why talking, are you jumping out right now they've been talking for a month about at least at least three episodes we'd known she was going to get married to Ramsey yes. bolton and how do you think that was supposed to go yeah Oh, you know what? Let's just be friends. <laughs> uh, We've seen Ramsey. He's terrible. I'm not ready yet, Ramsey. Yeah. I hope you respect my decision. We just my hope decision. that the retribution will, will, will be it's gonna more be, than equal. It's going to be more than equal. He's done. Ramsey's done too many terrible things to too many good people. Okay. We haven't read the books, and we don't know if this, they're going off script they or are. whatever. I, I've uh, read about this issue. Here's my question. Let's, 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 let's do this. Who do you think ends up killing Ramsey Bolton? Who ends up? I think Reek does. Reek? I think Theon Greyjoy finally brings him down. Hmm. It probably should be Sansa. Could be Sansa. It could be somebody from the north. It could be Jon Snow. Yeah. For all we know. Could be. But I just there's someone who, who would be the best. I mean, where would you get the most satisfaction <sighs> watching him die? Watching Theon Greyjoy drop him. Probably. I mean, yeah. yes. I, I, I mean, Theon. The, he got his wiener cut off. Has anyone had like a, a huger arc than? And no arc at all now. Yeah. Uh, no, no curvature whatsoever. <laughs> oh. I mean, he went from being this cocky. Well, first of all, he was kind of the ward of the 
you know, in the north. They didn't. Res- his family didn't respect him because yeah. remember his sister was the one who was the great warrior in battle right. and the great leader. But then he took over. You know, he took over Winterfell, Winterfell. Screwed up and thought he was murdering the two um, Stark kids, and mm-hmm. he murdered the wrong kids. So they got right. away with Hodor. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he gets kidnapped by Ramsay Bolton and gets his wiener cut off. Mm-hmm. Did I mention he got his freaking wiener cut off? Yeah, he did. And then the dude ate sausages in front of him right afterwards. He so. He's a terrible he is person. So worse. Is he worse than Joffrey? Yes. <laughs> you think? I do. Because I think I, Joffrey but Joffrey did it. shot that lady with the crossbow. He did, but he was just an entitled piece of crap. I think Ramsey, because he comes from kind of lower, more humble beginnings. Yeah. Just he gets, he gets off on it. He should know he better. He does. He, he think... No, I just think he really enjoys lowering power got off people. On it too. <sighs> he did, but in a different way. I mean, I, I gotta be honest. Like the, the you know the shot in Freud in me is like thinking like I, I don't know if that I've had more joy watching the show than watching Joffrey. You know, eat it. Yeah, literally. watching Joffrey's downfall. It happened so quick though. I wish it could have been prolonged I and tortured. Five times and... at least. It's pretty solid. Yeah. So other story arcs happen, believe it or not. Did you, did you know that uh, Game of Thrones had more than just the last ninety seconds of no, it? Really? Who knew? Uh, Arya uh, is now training to be a faceless one. Yeah. Ooh, and she and she's finally like taking the next step. It was like a Scientology thing. She's taking the next step up the chain. Yeah. So now she sees the room of the faces. This is kind of creepy. It was kind of weird. Here's a bunch of pillars with a bunch of faces in them. I'm st- I mean, what, what is your take on this whole thing, like, with the bodies? and? I don't care. Yeah. I, it... <laughs> I don't like the storyline at all. I mean, I guess if they explained it, maybe it would be more interesting to me, but... I don't see anything good coming from it for Arya. What is she going to do? Go and kill... All the people she wants to kill are already Ted. Yeah, Joffrey and, and uh, the Hound in theory. Mm-hmm. Like, who's left on her list besides, like, Cersei Lannister? Like... And how is becoming a faceless one going to have a good end game for? How is she going to be happy? I want that character to be happy. I don't see this ending with any any joy. Maybe, but we are talking about Game of Thrones. That's true. There is no joy in Game <laughs> I mean, of Thrones. I did. W- I think they missed an opportunity. Game of Thrones equals Mudville. True. There is no joy in either one. No, I think they missed an opportunity uh, for an amazing crossover, an amazing set of cameos. <laughs> you told me this earlier. This in the so in the so I had this. Arya goes into the room of faces and she's looking around and she sees them all everywhere. And then all of a sudden she looks over and then it's Nicolas Cage and John Travolta's faces just on the wall. Because they were on the movie Face Off. Because she wants to take their face off. off. What an amazing thing that would have been. Yep. I don't think they could have afforded both of them. Ray though. just derailed the segment right there. Tried to. Did a good job. No, but do we care about the storyline? Like, I find this to be the weakest of all the plots uh, I think, happening this season. I think once she becomes a faceless person and she can start going out and doing damage. That'll be fun. Then. But it's just like episode one of Star Wars. I don't want to see just, why Darth Vader is yeah, sad. I don't want to I want to see him whoop people. I don't want to see Daniel son waxing off and waxing on the car and painting the fence. I want to see him going up against the Cobra Kai. It was more interesting. Yeah. I don't. I mean, this all could have been done in a montage, not a freaking yes. twelve episode burst. All they needed was like a montage and Survivor singing a new song. I right? need a montage. <laughs> so I don't know. I just I just don't like that storyline. Maybe I'm just dumb. Uh, I like I said. I, I think I'm kind of with you. It's a little boring, and and they're being a little too cryptic with everything. Everything you know? is cryptic. They're just. I mean, like she gets whooped on by this grown man. Where's yeah, the outrage over know, that? That's what I was gonna say. That to me was. Almost as bad. Beats her with a strap till she hits the floor. Yeah. And yet everybody's just like, well, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> Sucks to be her, I guess. Yeah. Like, where's the, where's the thoughts for uh, Arya? I mean, imagine Mr. Miyagi just, like, beating down Daniel-san. <laughs> Daniel-san, you did not wax the car. <laughs> right in the nose. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, we've also got the um, Jonathan Price, of course. He's got the morality police taking over King's Landing. Seriously, he's trying to wield some power she's again. She's finally huh? found an ally, and she's found some terrible... Pe- Here's the problem, though. Cersei is a terrible person, and how long... When you when you put fanatics in charge, yeah. and you yourself are a problem or a bad person, it is only a matter of time until the flashlight gets shown right back in your own face yeah, again, and true. you have to reap what you sow. And I'm wondering what... Uh, I'm wondering if Tommen at some point is going to feel his oats and just say, you know what? Enough. I... Who, the king? Like doing it with... Queen Marjorie. Well, she's in jail now. Sorry, Mom. She's in jail along yeah. with her brother. He's the king. In theory. Time to grow up, son. Dude, I, and Marjorie just keeps saying to him, like, you know, none of this crap has to happen. You do know you are king. Yeah. And if you just say this isn't happening, it's not happening. Don't you think at some point he's got to do that? 
he get his king's guard and just he's weak. He's young and weak, and he's being right, manipulated by his, everyone. But now his you know his wife is kind of like I mean they, they, they make it seem like in the previews that she's gonna be you know, in there. Yeah, Anne Boleyn. Oof, you know Maybe again just... she played Anne Boleyn, and now she's gonna get Anne Boleyn again. The same actress seems unfair. Seems unfair. Maybe she's being although ty- this she's being is typecast. this is Game of Thrones. Oh wait, something unfair happening on Game of Thrones? It'd be the first time ever. Yeah, although I did read a thing about uh, a critique of her acting that said tends that said she, uh, this actress tends to lose her head. So. Oh wow! Speaking of derailing the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, but uh, the king is not going to say what, what. What more does it take for him to actually be like, hey? Yeah, well, I just think he's got to do it now. Otherwise, I mean, I don't understand why he's not saying anything. Because he's a putz. Because <laughs> he's hoping everybody else will run everything around him, yeah. and he can just keep boning. I but mean, now the boning's been taken away. He needs a, an advisor. He needs the master of shadows in his ear telling him what to do. He needs something. He needs Tyrion. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of Tyrion, Tyrion got kidnapped and attacked by the Stoneman two episodes ago. Yeah. And now he's been kidnapped by Mr. Echo. No, Mr. Adabisi. Adabisi from Oz. See, from I remember Oz. him as Mr. Echo from Lost, as the, the guy running the church who was but running the heroine. His character from Oz much more fits into the <laughs> Game of Thrones world than... Mr. Not, Echo. And not in a good way. Yeah, not in a good way. <laughs> hey, yikes! Yeah, if, if you know what we're talking about, because I'm not going to say it. Nope. <laughs> Just say uh, maybe it's not in your best interest to YouTube some uh, Adabisi footage from Oz. <laughs> maybe you would be horrified by what you see there. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yikes! So he gets kidnapped by Adabisi. Where are they going with all this? Like, is he really going to have uh, Jorah fight in the, in the swordsman pits now? I assume. Because apparently, and this is apparently from the books, is they get kidnapped in this much the same way in yeah. the books, and they become a traveling circus act. <laughs> I mean, that's what of it like, seems like. Of like, what do they call it? The organ grinder and the monkey? Yeah. <laughs> Except it's Tyrion dancing around like a jolly clown. Wow. I'm glad we're being saved from that. Uh, I hope so. I think I that's mean... a choice I'm happy us not doing on the yeah. TV show. Yeah. Just saying out there. Because uh, I think Jorah can still fight. He's old, but I think he can still fight. Oh, he can definitely still fight. Whether he has the speed... You know. He doesn't need the speed when he has the power and the accuracy. I'm just saying, if someone else has the same power and accuracy, then the speed comes Oh, then play. he's dead. Yeah. He's straight up murdered. <laughs> Speaking of losing his head. I mean, not to mention, like, he's got that disease now. Well, he's a stone. Aren't stonemen a little tougher? I don't know, but you don't see stonemen anywhere except <laughs> yeah. where they are. But they were tough. A midget and an old man. They were tough because they ambushed them in a boat in the middle of the ocean. About a midget and an old man beat five of them in hand-to-hand <laughs> combat. They're tough. <laughs> They're tough. They're really tough. And I apologize for calling um, uh, Tyrion a midget. That was rude of me. Wow. Little person. A little person. It just came out, okay? Isn't Tyrion a dwarf? Officially a dwarf, yeah. No. I should have said dwarf. Well, write your angry letters to uh, Scoops Pope on Twitter. <laughs> No. Brent said that, ladies and gentlemen. That was clearly Ray. Well, anyway, there's our wrap-up of Game of Thrones. We're going to keep watching. Yeah, and when are they going to get to... Come on, let's get to the battle. I mean, there's been a lack of fighting in this. Other than... Oh, we didn't talk about the... Uh, what are they called? The, the sand... Oh, the sand snakes. The sand snakes. The sand snakes got a fight with Jamie Lannister, and uh, it was pretty fun. That was a fun little fight that happened, and then fun. they all got taken in. Yeah, they all got arrested. They all got arrested. It's just a game of everybody being arrested. Yeah. I mean, like, what? Uh, Queen Marjorie got arrested. Jamie Lannister and the Sand Snakes got arrested. Tyrion just got arrested by somebody. Oh, Tyrion got well kidnapped. Kidnapped and arrested. I'm kind of putting in the same boat. They're right both here. they're both taken captive. Yes. Sure. So it's basically game of captives. In fact, Sansa got taken captive in in her own way. Yeah. And uh, Theon. Oh, stay and watch us, Theon. Yeah. And Arya. Yep. She's... And Jon Snow to his vows. Yeah. It's game of captives. Everyone is captive, Ray. In the game of captives, you win or you get taken captive. Captive, yeah. <laughs> In any case, we'll be right back to wrap up the show after three seconds of Miley Cyrus. I came in like a wrecking ball. I never hit so hard in love. So that's our show, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. We have a lot of people baseball we want to thank. Time, time to talk about baseball, Ray. We've already talked about baseball. Just because in the show. your team has fallen off the planet. Yes, ever since I bought MLB.tv. We've already talked about this I in know. the episode. So, Johnny Johnny Cueto, you made your terrible total mm-hmm. recall joke. Try to kill the show talk a minute about into our it. MLB. I mean, every week the Detroit's in, in first place. We have to hear your farts for an hour. 
And good. we didn't even Those talk. Those are good episodes, Last week, sir. you distracted me. We didn't even talk about it. The Royals were in first place all last week. Oh, were they? And now they're in first place all this week again, right? Are they? I hadn't heard. Oh, yeah. Nobody's oh, yeah. in my ear telling hey, me about it on a daily basis. Hey, you know what happened in the major leagues? That Honestly, this was the most exciting thing I've seen happen. Okay. Uh, somebody, a team finally hit back-to-back-to-back home runs. It's only happened wow. once in the major leagues the entire season, and we're fourth of the way through the season, right? We're 40 games in. And who did that, Brent? It happened to your Detroit Tigers. Yes, it did. But at least it happened... Uh, you know, at least it happened to them by a team that's that's a really good team. The Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers, who, uh, let me check. Just recently fired their manager. <laughs> oh, 15 and 25, not very good. Up two games to zero on the Tigers now. You know what I would say? They're coming on. They're the coming t- on strong. Yeah. Like, well, I think everyone's Brewer coming. Brewer Nation. I think everyone's coming Brewer on. Nation, you're with me. Everyone's coming on strong when they're playing the Tigers right now. Wow. You know, you lose three games in a row. It's going to happen during the course of a long season. They'll stop the bleeding. They'll put David Price back on the mound. They'll you know hit like eight home runs. You know who hasn't lost three games in a row this whole season? Justin Verlander. Your Kansas City Royals in first place. Well, I'm right, too. Like two games over the Tigers, about to be two and a half in a couple innings. Yeah, that, that lead on the Reds is just completely unshakable. Mm-hmm. No chance. It is when you get, get to the seventh inning against the Royals, and you still got Jordano Venturi in the game. I can't believe he hasn't given up any runs. He did not look good in the that's inning right. we watched. Well, you know, that's the reason they call him Ace Ventura. Now that now that we <laughs> really <laughs> they do call him Ace Ventura. That just happened. They do call him Ace Ventura. Uh, yeah, Royals. Everybody knows. Pen to win. Get to the seventh inning. Herrera, Davis, Holland. Game over. Can't fight. That's a good bullpen. No. Anyway, uh, is that enough baseball for you? Can we no, not move really. on? Can we wrap up the show. Can we wrap up the Let's show? Let's talk about all the guys that Detroit has on the disabled list now. That'd be fun. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for listening to this episode. <laughs> uh, of course, you can check us out on iTunes or Stitcher Web Radio. Uh, apparently, like Podcast Apocalypse or something. I don't know. There's a whole bunch of... What? Uh, what? Yeah, I there's, heard of that one. Yeah. Uh, somebody, uh, somebody from uh, one of the Detroit Lions sites that I frequent... Uh, I put a little thing up there, and he f- said he found it on, like, Podcasts Forever or some app that we're not even supposed to be on. So, word's getting out, everybody. Nice. That's what I like to hear. And uh, you can, of course, uh, get a hold of us, man. Talk about the show. Like, uh, you can contact us, uh, of course, on Twitter. I'm at Almighty Ray. And I'm at Scoops Pope. Or you can tweet the show at Ray Brent Podcast. I still mean to be doing this periscoping thing. We haven't done a lot of that. We haven't done it yet. Let's do yeah, it. we got to do that. And we will. After three, se- no. Uh, <laughs> uh, hit us up on the Periscope at some point at Ray Brent Podcast on Twitter. You can email the show, Podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on Facebook. We love our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Podcast or our main website where you're going to get show notes and all the links and information you need. That's raybrentpodcast.com. We have a lot of people we want to thank this week. We have to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang. The train wrecks. Now, the train wrecks are playing on Friday. They are. Friday night at the Silver Lake Lounge. Silver Lake Lounge in? Silver Lake. Silver Lake, who knew? <laughs> On Silver Lake Boulevard. So there's a real chance we might end up there for that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. After three seconds. Oh, wait. That, never that, gets, that joke never, is not, that joke not funny. never gets old to me. I don't care. It's funny to me. <laughs> Whatever. We, of course, have to thank Jordan Monsell. Monsell me some art. JordanMonsell.com or Silhouettes by Jordan Check on out Facebook. our lovely logo for the podcast. Our logo's really good. It's really, really good. It's great. And if you like superheroes and silhouette art. And steampunk art. Steampunk art. Any of that. You should check out. And he's a great dude. He's been on the show. Yeah. Respect. Red, Red Sox fan, right? Hashtag real talk. You notice that since we had all the Red Sox fans on the, sh- on the show that the Red Sox just completely tanked? You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, world. I mean, I did say they didn't have very good starting pitching. Uh, that's why they're going to get Cole Hamels. Yeah, hundred percent convinced of that. I don't know. They have to. They, they want too much. That's the problem. They're not. They're willing to pay. I think they're not. They're not willing to pay. They, they wanted Mookie up. Betts and a couple other guys, and they wouldn't give them to them already. They'll find a way. Mm. They'll find a way. I think it's more likely he ends up in Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. You know, everything's up to date in Kansas City. Is that right? You've gone about as fur as you can go. Yeah. Okay. We'd also like to thank our intrepid producer, behind the glass, David Knoll. Dino! Dino. I don't know why you call him that. Because that's his nickname. It's not his nickname. he loves it. He's the... That's right. I'm number one. Yeah. Thank you. Finally, it's not just me anymore. <laughs> I can be number two in his eyes. You are number two to me. Oh, gracious You're always me. number two. Thank you. Uh, anybody else you want to thank, Brent? Uh, I'd like to thank um, Sir Matthew Stafford. <laughs> why would you want to? Th- why would you be thanking Matthew Stafford? <laughs> I mean, for real. <laughs> what possible reason would you have for the episode to be thanking Matthew Stafford? I, I just thought it'd be funny to 
<laughs> you don't even have a joke here, do you? I, don't, you just... I, I just tried to catch you off guard with Matthew Stafford. It never catches me off guard. You do it like every week. I haven't done it for like two months. What are you talking about? Do you even listen to the show? Oh, I, I usually tune out this segment. Yeah, okay. Thank you. I usually tune out the whole thing. Usually tune out you. Tune out like when, when you're singing. Tune out. Good night, everybody. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. You always get what you wanted, and then you run and you flaunt it. So what is there not to love about Snowpiercers? Like, okay. It's such a good movie. First Class of all, Warfare? No. Class Warfare? I don't know. I mean, I guess there was a certain... It looked cool. It's right? a great looking movie. It's an, like an art house action kind of sci-fi but, thriller starring Captain America, Chris Evans. I, I'm sorry. I got taken out of it like when uh, all of a sudden they start shooting guns all over in the train. Oh, yes. by the way... If uh, any of the bullets happen to pierce the train, everyone's going to die. They can't. P- they cannot pierce the snow. They are not snow-piercing bullets. Yeah. Doy. Yeah. Doy. Let's just shoot up the whole train. The whole thing, it was about, like, the 1%, like, about how they've got, like, all those people crammed in the back to, of it. They, they didn't even need to chase them. There was, like, literally, they had a million people against, like, four people. Yes. So. It was more than four people. It was an angry mob <laughs> armed with axes and sticks. And then eventually guns. And it's basically, you know, how many people were crammed into that this? back car? There was like hundreds of people crammed yeah, into there. Yeah, but they weren't coming back. And Ed Harris, the t- representing the 1%, had the front two cars all to himself. Class warfare. Then the 1% sudden, rising up. And all of a sudden at the end, they just get out of the train. Yes. And then they probably die. <laughs> but at least they died free. I don't think that's... I think they were saying, oh, well, I'll, all of a sudden we noticed... When we happen to go by the exact same place on the world that we always go by, that it looked a little different. Yes, and you happen to notice that place. Yes, this was too unrealistic for me. I what, didn't get it. The movie, the sci-fi movie about the train that goes around the world in the snow, wasn't realistic enough for you. Uh, Blade I Run- thought they kept it Blade real. Runner was sci-fi also, but I believe that Mad Max was also sci-fi. But I believe most of the stuff that happened in that movie. I mean, I just didn't think it was well executed. Was I guess tremendously. There's executed. huge holes in the plot. Like I what? Just, like when Captain America is awesome? Like what I just said. Nah, you would not sense. start shooting up you'd not start shooting up the train. You would if you were ordered to. No, you wouldn't. Because order. Yeah. Order must they reign supreme. To. They were told to get go down there and fire your guns off. Yeah. Fire your guns off so that we Shoot could people. all die, possibly. That makes sense. Let's just not rush them with our superior other weapons that aren't guns. And then they ate bugs. And now eating bug bars is like a new thing that's actually like real. Yeah, and then they got to that whole, you know, it's horrifying that classroom with the kids. I was and then there's like a sushi bar. Dumb. I just didn't enjoy it at all. I liked it a lot. I know a lot of people liked it. I think you're all wrong, you and re- I am correct. You realize, of course, none of this conversation is actually going to end up in the show. We were out of time. It might be an outtake. No, this is for sure not going to be the outtake. Could be. <laughs>